0: KTSA News Flash. The U.S. House of Representatives is hoping to wrap up its business by the end of the day by voting on whether to begin consideration for two infrastructure bills. One is the bipartisan physical infrastructure bill and the other is a larger budget reconciliation framework which focuses on the president's so-called human infrastructure agenda. Together both bills will have a price tag of over four and a half trillion dollars. President Biden's two-track infrastructure agenda could be one step closer to moving forward with the house taking key procedural votes today. This plan will create good paying jobs, put money in the pockets of American families, lower healthcare and childcare costs, and invest in our nation's infrastructure. Democrats know their proposals are unpopular. They can't even get their own conference to agree. That's Natalie Brand in Washington, D.C. There is still chaos at the Kabul airport as many Afghans are trying to get on planes to the US to flee the Taliban. As some Afghan nationals are beginning to arrive in the US, there are many others right now who are stuck. We have been trying to contact the US uh, embassy here in Kabul. This man is one of those. He is a former officer with the US Agency for International Development. There are some concerns around the Kabul airport gate. He does not want his name used. He is a special immigrant visa holder and still has hopes to get to the US. is higher than expected, and there are some gunfires by Afghan special forces just to manage people. That's correspondent Steve Futterman. Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw believes the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan was an unnecessary cell phone. The Houston Republican tells Politico he thinks the Biden administration should have planned better to get Americans and Afghans out of the country. Crenshaw believes the U.S. should have stayed in Afghanistan to prevent terrorist safe havens and that the current situation isn't the right outcome. He also suggests America has turned back the clock to September 10, 2001, a day before the terrorist attacks on New York City and the Pentagon. Crenshaw adds Biden was told by military advisers to not leave Afghanistan, but they didn't listen. Catholic Charity San Antonio says they've helped resettle 65 Afghan refugees in the city so far. Many more are reportedly on the way. Fort Bliss in El Paso is one of only four military posts in the nation that are receiving Afghan refugees. No refugee flights are scheduled to arrive at Joint Base San Antonio. White House COVID-19 Response Coordinator Jeff Zients says the administration has this message for educators who want to protect their students from the virus. We stand with you and are ready to support you in any way. We'll continue to use every tool available to support efforts to protect students and bring them back to school safely." He also urged governors and other leaders to not play politics and force their school districts to make difficult choices for the safety of children. San Antonio health officials say they hope the FDA's full approval of the Pfizer vaccine will help clear up some of the city's vaccine hesitancy. The FDA announced on Monday its approval of the Pfizer vaccine for people aged 16 years and older. The vaccine had been available since last December under an emergency youth authorization. It's still approved on that basis for kids ages 12 to 15 and for certain immunocompromised people. Metro Health District Coordinator Claude Jacob welcomed the FDA's announcement. San Antonio ISD Superintendent Pedro Martinez is promising he's focused on the district despite a chance to take over Chicago Public Schools. Martinez says he's happy at SAISD and making sure students reach their full potential. He notes the Chicago job was worth exploring because it's his hometown and where he started his education career. Sources told the Chicago Sun-Times it appears Martinez is one of the frontrunners for the job. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is releasing a report clearing him of any wrongdoing. The 374-page internal report was made public today saying Paxton followed the law in his relationship with a donor whose house was raided by federal agents in 2019. The probe also said the AG had every right to hire an outside attorney to look into the actions by the FBI, Texas DPS, and federal prosecutors, and that there wasn't any quid pro quo. It added the now former AG appointees, including the deputy attorneys general and director of law enforcement, did not follow best practices. Those employees are suing Paxton for retaliation, and the FBI is investigating. Southeast Texas politicians are promising to track down the suspects in the killing of a New Orleans police detective. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner told reporters the suspects will not be able to hide from law enforcement, saying it's just a matter of time. We will find you, okay? We will not stop until we find you. We're going to utilize every resource available. He also told the family of Detective Everett Briscoe that the entire city is praying for them in their grief. Briscoe was at a restaurant in the Galleria area when he was shot to death during a robbery last Saturday. A second person was also wounded. Charlie Watts, the longtime drummer for the Rolling Stones, has passed away at the age of 80 in a London hospital his publicist announced Monday. Watts had dropped out of the band's upcoming U.S. tour after undergoing a successful emergency heart procedure earlier this month. He was often cited as the backbone for the group and had spent his time quietly sandwiched between the personality powerhouses of guitarist Keith Richards and frontman Mick Jagger, often letting his consistent playing style be his largest contributions to the band's legendary status. A man is expected to survive following a fire at a Westside sports bar. San Antonio firefighters say the mostly naked man was found this morning just inside the door of Reptile's sports bar on Enrique Barrera Parkway near Marwhite. He's been questioned by police, but it's not known why he was in the bar, which was mostly destroyed. There's no word on a cause of the fire. The tourism industry in San Antonio isn't back to pre-pandemic levels, but it's making progress. Visit San Antonio says hotel occupancy rates in July 2019 were more than 76 percent, fell through the floor last year, but were back to 74 percent in July of this year. Hotel revenue has actually increased since the price of a room is slightly up. Mark Anderson, CEO of Visit San Antonio, says they recently ran a campaign to entice San Antonians to come downtown and enjoy the city themselves. Doctors are giving a warning about the latest viral challenge that's causing a lot of injuries. TikTok users are showing off their agility by turning milk crates upside down and creating a staircase to traverse as part of the challenge. However, because the structure is not secured to anything, most of the videos show people falling and hurting themselves. A professor of orthopedic surgery at Johns Hopkins University says folks can get injured in a number of ways because of the different angles they can fall what part of their body hits the ground first. Whataburger will be opening at San Antonio International Airport. City officials announced the deal today to put the iconic Texas fast food chain in Terminal A. City manager Eric Walsh says it's great to have an Alamo City-based Whataburger at the airport. It's the same location originally planned for Chick-fil-A. The city council rejected a contract with Chick-fil-A in 2019 after former city councilman Roberto Trevino said it had a history of being against homosexuals. Chick-fil-A was offered the spot following a federal suit but declined. Pumpkin Spice Latte fans rejoice. The signature Starbucks fall items returns to menus today. The company is releasing the favorite along with the Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew as part of the return of pumpkin at Starbucks. This fall season, the chain will also offer bakery items like pumpkin cream cheese muffins and pumpkin scones. That's correspondent Mark Mayfield. KTSA Money News. Corporate earnings fueled the stock market today, helping push the NASDAQ above 15,000 for the first time ever, while the S&P posted another all-time high. The Dow rose 30 points to 35,366. The NASDAQ gained 77 points to 15,019 and the S&P added six points to 4486 New home sales rose a stronger than expected 1% in July. The Commerce Department reports that the average sales price for a new home rose to $446,000 in July, a gain of about $70,000 compared to a year earlier. Jason Brooks, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. Humid tonight with clear skies and a low 72 in the hill country to 76 along the Riverwalk. Clouds and sunshine for tomorrow with a high 97. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 and news anytime online at KTSA.com.